Hello, and welcome to New Jersey is the world. Hi everybody, Chris Gethard here. Welcome to New Jersey is the world. This is a big one. I've had a lot of people saying, how are you going to do all these food reviews? You haven't done Taylor Ham yet. Well, it's because we wanted to do it right. I wanted to set good old Don Finale loose. Put his skills into action. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Thanks to everybody who has signed up over at the Patreon. I tell you, it was Springsteen's birthday last week. We got the Sopranos movie coming out next week. We got Garden State Gagoots coming out on Wednesday for all our Turnpike tier patrons. Everything is coming up Jersey these days. It's feeling real cool in Jersey right now. We're going to keep it that way. Keep it getting cooler. I also got an announcement about some live shows that'll be coming pretty soon. Anyway, that's enough from me, Taylor Ham. It's what's for dinner. Pork roll, if we must. Either way, enjoy Jersey Dude Reviews, Jersey Food, Taylor Ham slash Pork Roll Edition. Hello, everybody. Chris Gethard here, and welcome to New Jersey Dude Reviews, Jersey Food. I'm not even going to call myself the host of this show. I am the sidekick of this show, clearly, because I am here, as always, with our food guru, Don Finelli. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. How about you? I'm doing great, and I am. St- I mean, how how are we not excited for this episode? Uh, everybody, <laughs> this has been a long time a coming. Everybody's, <laughs> I, everybody's been wondering how are they not getting to this in the first month, the second month, yeah. let alone yeah. third. And, and now look, mm-hmm. everybody can probably sense what we're talking about right now: the yeah. nationally famous, statewide divisive. <laughs> I think. I call it Taylor Ham. You're in Bergen County. I assume you do as well. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, and and will admit that I did not know that there was a difference between Taylor Ham and pork roll. Uh, wait, you mean like a difference between the substances? Yes, I thought Taylor Ham. I didn't they're even realize. They're the same. Yes, they're the same. But in my head, I was like, oh, there's Taylor Ham and there's pork roll. I don't even know what that is. I was oh, like that, eating pork roll. That's how far off the grid the idea of it being called pork roll yes. to you was. You figured yes. that was a different substance. Got it. 100% okay. when I was growing up, yes. Yeah, I don't know when I caught wind of, of it also being called pork roll, but I, I know that I rolled my eyes at it very hard from the start. I know this is going to get people mad. Um, and I, I, do, I do feel like whatever you want to call it, call it that. I'm not mad at you if you call it pork roll. Um mm-hmm. I do think that it ties into the other great New Jersey debate regarding Central Jersey. In my mind, it's always, if you call it pork roll, you're from South Jersey, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I know guess. that, look, this all gets tangled up. These are things that have been covered back and forth on the internet. Even Barack Obama, when he gave a commencement speech at Rutgers, said, I'm, I'm here to settle the Taylor Ham pork roll debate. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm too smart to get involved in that. Uh, end quote which i thought was a great line from the president um but here's what we are going to do we're going to quickly fly through the history of taylor ham and here's our take on it because taylor ham's been done to death on the internet but i don't know that anyone's ever done this if you've been listening to jersey dude reviews jersey food you know that don enjoys cooking it is a passion Mm -hmm. so we said rather than have you taste taylor ham tell us Mm -hmm. what you think let's see what happens if you bust out your Don Finelli cookbook yeah. and incorporate Taylor Ham into some recipes that we do not expect? Yeah. Right. So you've, you've been doing this, actually. I, I, Taylor Ham was one of the first things that I sent you. And yes. I'm, I'm a little mad because I tried to send you a log 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I, they must have been out of logs, and they just sent you enough slices that would total up to a full log. That is true. And the boxes to go along with them. Yeah, just they sent you a, a million boxes. I, I tried to send you a three-pound <laughs> log of ham. Uh, but I sent that out to you a, a months ago. Yeah. We've done many episodes in the time that you've had the Taylor ham, and this is because you've been basically doing yeah. culinary experiments with Taylor ham. Yeah, and I, I kind of narrowed it down to kind of present three, but I have other ways of using it that I'd, I'd be happy to go into. But but to highlight three different ways that I thoroughly enjoyed eating it. One is very straightforward. Uh, the other two, I think people will thoroughly enjoy, and it makes sense when we talk about it, and you'll you can see it in the videos uh, as well. But and um, the one yeah. I know, I know. Two of the three, I believe. I, I, I'm blanking on the third if you told me. But the one, mm-hmm. I feel like, is immediately going to be something that everyone who hears this tries. And I yeah. would not be surprised if it's something that starts showing up in New Jersey restaurants. Because it's a no-brainer. It's the, a no-brainer. The one. Yeah. So yeah. real quick. I think I, know, I think I know what you're talking about. But let's go, let's, let's go into the history first, and then we can get into my uh, insanity. Real quick. So... Uh, it was documented that at the Battle of Trenton, there was a product called Packed Minced Ham. Mm-hmm. So there's always been some form of weird ham in New Jersey, <laughs> dating back to the colonial days. From the colonial days, uh, but <laughs> when Washington was eating this shit for real, for real, the Hessians probably fed the, Hessians, the fucking army while they were freezing. The Hessians were fighting about pork roll. It's called pork roll. Uh, John Taylor of Taylor Ham uh, mm-hmm. creates a recipe. 1856. So while there had been uh, documented types of ham prior, 1856 mm-hmm. is when what we know as Taylor ham came into being. A lot of people know that Cases pork roll is the main alternative to right. Taylor ham um, or Taylor pork roll, if you insist. Um, George Washington Case, who is from Bellmead, New Jersey, mm-hmm. uh, he came up with that recipe in 1870 and he packaged his in corn husks. Whereas okay. Taylor, um, Taylor's okay. prepared ham, was was not doing that. Now, uh, after the Pure Food and Drug Act of 1906... Like a New Jersey tamale. Sorry, go ahead. Indeed, a New Jersey tamale. And I'll say this too, Don. I'll go so far as to say this. Yeah. If you ordered me... If you handed me a product and you told me specifically that it was cases, mm-hmm. I might be willing to call that pork roll. But if it mm. says Taylor on the package, it's Taylor. Yeah. Right. Now, 1906 is when the divide happens, when the grammatical debate begins. Okay. Here's the issue, Don. The Pure Food and Drug Act of 1906, which I'm, I'm uh, familiar with as well, because uh, I believe it's when a lot of sodas had to, had to stop claiming they had medicinal properties. Okay. Taylor's Prepared Ham was the name of the product. Taylor's Prepared Ham. Taylor mm-hmm. Ham. Now, in 1906, the Pure Food and Drug Act establishes that whatever this product is, you cannot call it ham. It does not meet the legal definition of ham as established by the Pure Food and Drug Act of 1906. This is true. It is not ham, according to the government. 
So that's this, back when like regulation was real loose, too. Real loose. One of the <laughs> 1906. <laughs> there were like kids making this shit, man. One of like the babies making pork rolls. Back one of the then, first man. things the government stepped in on. They were like, we don't know what this dirty meat is, but stop calling it ham. Don't call it ham. So this is when it became Taylor's pork roll or Trenton pork roll. Uh, uh. Other products were calling it rolled pork. And in 1910, Taylor tried to sue to trademark uh, trademark the words pork roll. Government said, no, pork roll is now a product, can't be trademarked. So to me... Does it, does it say why the roll part, though? Is it part of the processing? Because that's what I, I was trying to do research. Like, why is it pork roll? Well, is it because it was in a, you know, a traditional block of fucking meat? I think so. I mean, the thing I tried yeah. to send you was, you know, you get... It's almost that is an actual roll. It's almost like, it almost looks like the you know the big wider salami before you cut it in the yeah. uh, deli slicer, yeah. and it comes in right, a right. Taylor's comes in a, a cloth sack, yeah. and that's pretty much the history. That's what yeah. we know. There's a few other companies that do make it today. Taylor still makes it. Cases Leffler's Gourmet, Hatfield Quality Meats, and Alder for Premium of Harleyville's, Pennsylvania. Really, only five companies that make this product. Really, only two that most of us have had, and yeah. uh, one OG where you can see. I, I think the big fight began in 1906, culminated mm-hmm. in, tw- in 1910 when John Taylor realized he couldn't copyright the phrase pork roll. Clearly, right. to me, that's when Taylor Ham and pork roll divided. Yeah. So he could just at. call it Taylor Ham. He just couldn't use to be like, this is ham. Taylor's like, prepared then, ham. Right. Government says no. He yeah. says Taylor pork roll. Other companies no. make pork roll. Government right. says you can't own the phrase pork roll. Gotcha. Clearly to me, this is the beginning of the end that's had us all fighting ever since. So here's the crazy thing in my head. I always called it Taylor Ham. Yeah. But is it, I'm, I, dude, it's like one of those Berenstein Bears things again. Like, I'm look, look at the box. Does it, it say ham on it? It says pork roll on it. It just says Taylor pork roll, right? It does, it does not say ham on the box. Whoa! This is South Jersey. That's how much I thought of... Yes. Oh, man. Yes. It has not said ham on packaging for Taylor ham since 1906, Don. And what's the difference between this and Scrapple, I wonder? That's a whole other thing. That's a whole... We're opening a whole fucking the, can Come on, what are you this doing? This is all mystery meat, by the way, right? All this is all it. like... We, this is all like knuckles and fucking throats <laughs> and fucking dicks of pork, like just minced up together, right? Because because there's no way I have no idea what is in this shit. It's a good mix of of fat, right? Like, and I can go into the the flavor profiles and all that shit, but maybe this is the segue. I have no idea what the fuck is in this thing. It it I'm I'm surprised it's fucking pork. To be honest with you, really? Because, um, yeah, it's, there's just it, it's got to be the the shittiest parts Has of a pork. To be. Has to be. But but I think it's called like uh, what what was it? I was just I was just watch, I highly recommend watching Stanley Tucci's uh, documentary about Italy on CNN. But like, there's a specific thing uh, like where the organs and kind of the untouchable stuff uh, is called, and people in like. You know, um, uh, the lower class of Italy was so good at making these things taste great. So it's like, I feel it's my honor and duty to make Taylor ham taste fucking great for you. I mean, it tastes great anyway. 
I personally, though, if you just take a bite of, I think what I'm trying to say is I think you need to put this thing on a grill, right? Like you need to heat this thing up. This isn't like ham out of the deli. Or oh. you could just take it or like a little piece of salami Can I where you're like, ooh, by itself. Ooh, Dom, beautiful. Like you need to heat this up. When I moved to Jackson Heights, yeah, the deli uh, two blocks away from me, they made great sandwiches, great deli. They were advertising Taylor Ham as part of their breakfast sandwiches. Wow. This was when I still ate meat. I ordered one up. These motherfuckers sliced it real thin. No. And put it on cold. No! And I had to explain to them. I was like, you need to look this up. You're going to get someone sick. You need to yeah. kill whatever lives inside this. Yeah, this thing this thing is, is, li- is a living organism that you mm. need to kill before mm. you eat yes. it. It's Taylor yes. Ham and Friends, right? <laughs> There's something going on inside, right? Like, it's, it's what makes it live forever if you yeah. want it to. It's like the Twinkie of meats. Yes. And you could just let this thing ride for a long time. It has an expiration date, and I am testing that theory to this day. So yeah. we're 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 close to that. And I think you just need to you definitely need to heat this thing up. Uh, you definitely need to heat this thing up and, and get that char on it. And and that whoa does it change the flavor? Like like uh, like a bacon, right? Like you can yeah. you can eat kind of raw bacon, but it's like what the fuck? You know, it's there's it's a little off putting texture wise and, and taste wise. Put that in. Some butter or some oil, man. Put that in. Put that in your cast iron it's, for a couple minutes. It's cold. A couple Jersey tradition. I mean, it's just the main thing. And I hope people, if you're not from Jersey, you can clearly order this um, anywhere. We don't even need to debate that. It's really salty. It has grease. I feel. You tell me if I'm remembering right. You can grease your pan, obviously, but it also has some grease built into it, uh, like a bacon. Like pork, it, has, it has pork fat. Has, I mean, you have any there's pork a lot fat. of pork fat in there. And yeah. when you go to cook it, here's the real trick that uh, that Jersey people know. When you go to cook it, it kind of turns like concave, almost like yes. a yeah, uh, it curls up contact like it's lens shape. Yes. And what you do, as Mike D so eloquently put it, everybody knows mm-hmm. you kind of snip it on four, on all four sides. And as Mike D yeah. puts it, you cut it in the same shape as He-Man's chest plate, and then uh-huh. it, and then it doesn't bubble up on you like that. I never did that. Um, I did. I did not take the time to do that. I will mm-hmm. say I never mm-hmm. He-Manned it. Uh, but that is a great way to to flatten it so you get full char on it. You yeah, get full even. Full, I, I I just like fucking did the old spatula. You know, yeah. press it down. Well, you and, also and were you also were using it in some innovative ways. Well, that that uh, yes, exactly. I, th- this was for the the Taylor ham, egg, and cheese that I was. Let's get uh, into the, it. The first, the first thing. Let's get I into made, it. Right? The classic, the classic way to you eat Taylor ham. I think it's like that's what I grew up with. I'm still mind blown that this thing doesn't say ham on it. Like in my head, I'm like, why were we calling it Taylor ham, egg, and cheese? That and it's like one word when I grew up. It's like Taylor Ham egg and cheese. I always had it on a roll, uh, absolutely a uh, hard roll, which I've also come La- to understand. Laura loved it on bagels, though. Oh yeah, I mean it's good anyway. Oh, um, do you also know? I don't think people outside of Jersey know what a hard roll is. That's another thing you can't get when oh, you order crazy. it elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, there's just something. Yeah, I don't even know how to describe it. It's it's a it's, it's a, a roll that's soft inside with a little hard outside. I don't know. And a lot of times, it has little poppy seeds on it. A lot of times, if you go into a deli in Jersey, they'll have like up on the front corner, like they'll have like maybe like a bagel cut in half with some cream cheese wrapped in saran wrap, and then another mm-hmm. half with butter, and a few of those, and then rolls with butter rolls. already on them wrapped in saran yeah. wrap. You can just grab yeah. them, go. 
They're delicious. Yeah, that that's that was a staple. Christmas Eve morning, man, we'd have a butter roll, you know, a yeah. good hard roll, and then get, get to the roll. cooking of the fish. But um, so you're uh, Taylor ham, egg and cheese. How does this go? Well, so the first thing was, uh, uh, we looked for bagels, and that that's a tall order in uh, in Los Angeles. Um, but oh, I found a good bagel place out here, Bell's Bagels, uh, Highland Park. We went to uh, there, and then we went to Pops Bagels. Um, this a New Jersey transplant down in, I think it's in Century City, uh, started making bagels. Probably the best cinnamon uh, raisin bagels I've ever had, and I don't really eat those. I don't, I'm not a big cinnamon raisin, yeah. raisin bagel fan. And you're not one of the best tail- things. One of the best bagels I've I've had in Los Angeles. Though. Really? So, but you're not throwing Taylor ham on a on a. Absolutely not. I'll throw his homemade cream cheese on there. It's it's really good. Uh, just what I needed is a vegan joint by me in Frogtown uh, that actually makes a good vegan bagel. But so, but we did Bell's Bagels. Uh, I, I'm doing poppy seed. Uh, I'm 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 getting that warmed up. I put like water on the bottom. If, if I have like a uh, um, toaster oven that I didn't want to toast these bagels. I just wanted them hot and soft. So I have this little tray of water that I put underneath mm. the, the inside the toaster oven. So that really steams them up, like gets them reconstituted. So they're fresh, but you know, anyway. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you see the video, it's, it's pretty simple. Take out that fucking cast iron, man. I threw all, in all these, I don't think I showed, but I had some Jimmy Buffs oil still. Oh. Uh, so, I mean, my recommendation oh. before you do any Taylor ham, get Jimmy Buffs first, get that. Oh, that <laughs> and is. Keep, keep a little of that oil and you can always just use that oil, man. It just tastes like it's just the, it's just the best. It tastes like a hot truck or hot Dell. You know what I mean? It tastes like your hot truck, Taylor ham, egg and cheese. You cook the shit. out. I cook the shit out of the Taylor ham. Mm -hmm. I like really cook it. You could do like a two minutes aside thing and you can get a nice, I like to crisp it up. I like to go like four or five minutes aside, really get it fucking charred up. And then, uh, yeah, man, put that on with uh, smoked uh, hickory uh, cheddar cheese. Uh, I had the smoked cheese that I put on, uh, a good egg, and uh, I do salt, pepper, ketchup. That's 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 what I do. I, t- I do a little salt, pepper, ketchup, and I wrapped them uh, in some foil to let them kind of melt even more, uh, and then kind of that cut into is them. the class. You know yeah. what? Okay, there's a couple things here I have to just point out to non-Jersey people. The fact that you took the time to wrap it in foil. I didn't show that on the video, but that is Still. part of what of, of the second one we did was we we wrapped it in foil and that was much better. Yes. So we didn't that is not that is not shown in the video, but I highly recommend our you doing te- well, that. Well only our ten dollar tier subscribers can even see the videos okay. as well. Okay. So keep that in mind. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, maybe maybe if if you maybe really want the video, that's an incentive. Do it for a month. Yeah. <laughs> Check out these videos. <laughs> and then bump back down to the That's five. your hack. <laughs> um but you know what I love about it is that's the classic when you get it to go Taylor Ham and egg, Taylor Ham egg and cheese, you get in the foil and it's been in there. And what happens is some of the cheese kind of melts over the side and gets embedded on the foil. Yes. And you just described to me that you took the time to do that. And for anybody out there who's not a Jersey resident, if you want to follow Don's instructions to get one, that's key. That's yeah. key to the experience that for it heats experience. up a little. And, I, you, you cut, and then you cut it with the foil on. That's what I do. Some people don't do that. Some people cut it, then put the foil on. But it's like, if you don't have that, like a really solid bread knife, I do. But 
I was like, fuck this. I'm just going to put it in the foil for like two or three minutes just to let that it all kind of coagulate together. Congeal. Because the, the congeal, that's it. And so that plus the fat plus the eggs. Um, I like to do like over medium egg. So the egg yolk runs out a little bit when right. you're eating it. But not, it not all, over the top. But not over the top, you know, like cook your egg for a couple, you know, three minutes on one side, flip it over for a minute on the other side. You're good. You know, quick four minute egg, put that on there and, and it'll keep cooking. You know, you put that all yeah together. That all keeps cooking. Then I'll cut it. Uh, let it steam up in there on the foil and then cut it. Um, I want to point out another thing too. A lot of people, if you're not from New Jersey, you may have heard Don say something and you may have thought he was insane. You may have said, why didn't he say he gets this sandwich going with salt and pepper and ketchup? Mm-hmm. Salt, pepper, ketchup is one word in New Jersey. Also one in word. New York. In New Jersey and yeah. New York, uh, if you're in the tri-state area, salt, pe- salt pepper, ketchup, that's yeah. one word. It can be yeah. uh, demand. It can be a way you order things. I'll have that mm-hmm. salt, pepper, ketchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can also be a question from the other end. The person who's cooking your sandwich might turn yeah. around and go, salt, pepper, ketchup, and then... Yeah. It's on you to either say, uh, yep, or you could just mm-hmm. be like, you know, just salt, ketchup, mm-hmm. no pepper. You could, you know, at that point you, you get into the cement, the back and forth, but you are expected to be able to answer that question quickly and succinctly. Nobody's wasting yes. time. No, and everybody has, everybody's like bagel place, like the guy that works there. That's, it's, it's one syllable almost. It's like he, he, it, salt, he pepper, says ketchup. it so, he's just like, salt, pepper, ketchup. And yeah. you're just like, what? Yeah, yes. And of it's course. Not, salt pepper catch. And this is really uh this is not just for Taylor Ham egg and cheese. Any egg breakfast sandwich you yeah, you will right. yeah. are able yeah, to egg and ask sandwich, for. Yeah. You will often ketchup. be you'll often be offered salt pepper ketchup. Uh and you can always ask for it. You can always yeah. ask for it. If the sandwich has an egg on it, you can get salt pepper ketchup. Just like and I do not think this is racist. I hope it's not, but my local Chinese food place, no matter what I ordered, it was always 15, 20 minutes. So mm-hmm. I could order egg drop soup and that's all I want. Great. 15, 20 minutes. That's what, so that line for me is so powerful and so special yeah. to me Yeah. Uh, that when I call a Chinese food place, they go 15, 20 minutes. I go like, of course, cause that's like, you can make anything quick, like quick Chinese, great, quick Szechuan or Cantonese Chinese food, man. They, they cook that so fucking fast and good. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, so salt, pepper, ketchup at 15, 20 minutes are like such one-worders yeah. and so near and dear to my heart. Absolutely, um, absolutely. And, and likewise, I could order the whole fucking menu and they'd be like, okay, great, yeah, 15, 20 minutes, no problem. I'd be like, Jesus, you guys are masters. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to the uh, Taylor Ham and cheese. So that was, th- here's my fuck up. I, I did a fuck up with it. I didn't double up the Taylor Ham. You gotta double up the Taylor uh, Ham. Okay. I was making it for Laura and I and I was like, I just kind of portioned it out wrong. Uh, you gotta double up the Taylor ham. That is like key. Taylor uh, ham to needs good... to be thick. It's cut. It's cut like somewhat thick uh, comparatively to like your thin sliced deli meats. Yeah. So there's a thick to it, but you gotta double stack it. Um, uh, there's just some. It it just felt like naked. Yeah. When I was eating it, I was like, it felt everything felt thin. So still tasted great, by the way. A lot uh, of people compare Taylor ham. You, you'll explain what it is to people. And a lot of people go, oh, so it's like Canadian bacon. It's probably the closest analogy is based on shape and usage. Yes, that's a good good thing to bring up. Yes. Canadian bacon, though, is 
100 times a better meat. Uh, it's clearly oh, yeah. a cut of meat that was cut as a piece of meat, whereas Tellerham is very clearly meats yeah. that came from lots of different places that were ground up and reassembled. Yes. Uh, right. But yeah, Canadian bacon might be in your mind. Um, the one thing I'm, the reason I'm bringing it up now is because the one thing I will say is Canadian bacon does have that thickness where you really got to bite through it. And I feel like Taylor yeah, Ham and smokiness. Yeah. Taylor Ham needs Canadian that bacon same. has the smokiness and, and Taylor Ham, Taylor Ham by itself cold. It's not, I don't think it's pleasant. I don't oh. think it's meant to be eaten. So I just want to reiterate this. Like Canadian bacon, somewhat warm. Like you could eat that. That's, it's pretty good. Like you want to heat all these morning meats up but if you had left like let's say you had cooked leftover bacon you might grab that oh throw it on a blt without heating it up canadian oh yeah oh absolutely oh yeah bacon sure if you had leftover taylor ham um there's no such thing because if you don't finish it you throw it in the you're not eating also finish it you fucking idiot what are you nuts (laughs) (laughs) i mean if you're gonna eat taylor ham finish the fucking thing uh I, I think this was the obvious first choice to try when you said, hey, first of all, Chris sent me like 32 slices of this shit. So I, I, I still have some that I'm that I'm playing with that we're still making Taylor egg and cheeses with. But so I was like, oh, maybe I'll do like a cordon bleu or something like that, like wrap up like a thin piece of chicken with a little Taylor ham and cheese or I'll try these other things. And they're still on the table. But the second thing I tried was I think a game changer for me because I've cooked a lot of food and this was something where I was like, I can't stop eating this. And I fucking hate myself. Chris, you've known me for so long. I'm very hard on myself. I'm never satisfied. Yeah. I want to perfect things. I want to give the best of my abilities to everything. And I want to please people. Yeah. Uh, Fuck myself. I want to please everybody else. Yep. But I'm very hard on myself. Yeah. I made this dish and I could not stop eating eating it and it was simple and it was a true game changer and it was carbonara this is what i was talking about before yeah when word gets out that you the brilliant simple move yeah carbonara with taylor ham yeah this is going to start showing up in hipster restaurants all over new jersey carbonara a great idea because you're normally you know these are Roman dishes. These are Roman pasta dishes. These are simple. Cacio Pepe is basically carbonara without the fucking guanciale. Carbonara is simple. Guanciale, you, you, it's which is pork cheek, you know, and basically just fucking a little egg and cheese and and fucking salt and pepper mixed with normally bucatini. Uh, so wait, what is bucatini my, the type of pasta? You said, so you said so many Italian. You said so many Italian. Yeah, yeah. It's the lo- it's the long mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. one with like a little hole in the middle. Of course, middle. so it's yeah. a little long hollow spaghetti. And then you throw some peas in there too, right? I threw some peas in just because I, I that's I like that. Normally you don't do that. Uh, probably be spit on in Rome, but I like it. So that's Americanized bullshit. The peas. Uh yeah, and I think it's regional too. Romans are super classic. Like, don't fuck with our recipe. And there's like a cheese uh, ratio that they do between pecorino and and mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. Uh, parmesan. I did a shit ton of pecorino on mine, but very simple, very humble ingredients. They didn't even use oil back then because they were so poor. Olive oil went to rich people, so they would take 
fatty meats like guanacchale, like pork cheek, mm-hmm. and and cure them and get them all nice. And when they dropped it into a hot pan, that the the pork fat would render off. That's what would give like the oil. You know what I mean? So instead of guanacchale and and pancetta, you don't do pancetta. Instead of guanacchale, we're doing fucking Taylor Ham. This is like, an cut it up. Amazing change. Soon cut as you sent up. me the video of that, I was like, "Oh, good God, that's a great idea." Not only that, it was legit. Like I fried the fuck up little pieces of Taylor Ham up, and I think I just did two. I think I just did two and and kind of cut them uh, and diced them up. Pre cooking. Put that in. You diced them up pre cooking. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I stacked two on top of each other and kind of sliced through them and, and just had like a, a, a bunch. Yeah. And then just fried them up, man. And then and then the process is very quick. You need to be boiling water. Again, I could show, you could see it all in the video, but like you need to be boiling water and you're using pasta water. To, you, you have to temper the egg a little bit. You can't throw the egg all in at once or else that'll cook the egg. You don't want that. So it's like a certain way to do everything. I make like an egg, whipped egg before. I put a shit ton of pecorino in that salt pepper. So I'm, I'm kind of pouring that in uh, with the pasta, kind of mixing it all together, throwing the peas in at the end. But game changer, man. Very simple dish done in as long uh, cook the pasta that's that's how long it takes you know 15 minutes um very simple couldn't stop eating it couldn't stop fucking Legit- eating this so thing, man. legitimately it surprised you legitimately it surprised me how, because i've had tail i've never had taylor ham diced up like that i think that's the best way to have it wow it, wow. It's it. It's not only. It, it's just like you're getting the charred end flavor of where like that the good yeah that crispy edge from, yeah all over the place. Smart. It's, it's everywhere. Smart. The crispy oh. edge is one of the the real masterful. Like when a diner chef does a real masterful Taylor ham for anybody who's never had it. It's this amazing balance where the edges become very crispy. You know, like bacon. You can, like b- bacon, you order it crispy, or you can order it like yeah. thick you, you know fatty yeah mm-hmm. to, and the best cooked taylor ham kind of has both those edges are very crispy and the middle is still softer and more fatty but yeah. for you to say that you can convert this whole piece into just the burnt edges is yeah. a game changer and not burnt that's what i was like you're not yeah. burning them you're just creating yeah. these kind of burnt edges and pork roll has that nice soft middle. so it's still there it's just like you're making little mini fucking taylor hams you know what I mean? Oof. That's basically what it is. Oof. And it and it really and I've had uh I've had really good um carbonara before. Uh, I hadn't eaten it in a while. Uh shit, man. It's this is a good way to use your Taylor ham. If you need a quick fucking dinner and you got some Taylor ham on you and you want an elevated fucking Roman dish. Now- uh Here's what, shit. here's what I'm unclear on on my end. So I'm wondering, yeah. there's probably some listeners who are as well. Clearly, you were genuinely impressed by this. This yeah. superseded the gimmick of let's do other recipes with Taylor Ham that don't usually have it. That's the premise of it. It's a little bit of a gimmick. Yeah. Clearly, this one, you step back and went, whoa, wait, game changer. Now, you just referred to, referred to it as elevated carbonara. So I guess my question is, when you remove that pig cheek... That you were talking about before. The guanachale, yeah. Guanachale. 
mm-hmm. you place it with Taylor ham. Is it taste difference, texture difference? What are the differences that are that made you take a step back and go, oh wait, this this was a real, actual, interesting and good choice? I, I will rephrase and say I don't know if I've elevated the dish because use guanciale if you could use guanciale. <laughs> if you <laughs> okay, you, okay, use a good Italian meat if you could use a good Italian meat. Let, let, let me let me take a let's take a quick step back and not say. <laughs> Hey Romans, let's let me ship you fucking Jersey Taylor ham, and start using that. You fucking idiots! No, so, no, 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 no! It's so the other somebody, way around. So if somebody put a, bla- a pl- two plates in front of you with both options. <laughs> I'm going guanciale. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm hands glad. down. Okay. Hands down. Sorry. Good. Sorry. But but I, I mean, it, for for even those that you know. I'm trying to think of like my 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 deli that I went to Dante's down at Black Jersey in in, in River Edge. Uh, growing up, which just closed again. I, if I haven't said it every episode, it's just like rest in peace. That was the greatest fucking deli on earth. Um, and, and closed mysteriously too. We have to get to the bottom mm. of this. Uh, this is this is something we're we're trying to figure out. It closed very quickly and very mysteriously in the middle of the pandemic. So I don't know. It, with with not and they were great. It was a, it was a anyway. This this is a sidetrack. There, there's a, there's a mystery on our hands, and we'll figure that out later. Yeah. But yeah. I went in there and I don't remember like seeing Quanachai like there in front of me. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think you really had to ask for it and you really had to. Uh, I think pancetta was just so much more popular or just like more available. Very different cuts, by the way, too. Both cured, but very different tastes and flavors. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I mean, if, if Quanachai is not like uh, readily available for you and you got a shit ton of Taylor ham by you, I mean, a very, very good substitute, I'll say. And just if you want to change it up, man, if you like want to do something fucking weird and funky, like try it out for yourself. There's something about it that's like, this tastes fucking cool. I don't know. It's got the good Taylor ham taste to it. It I has the it. Taylor ham egg and cheese. I mean, what is it, Chris? Oh, wow. What's I didn't even think of that. Dude? What's I carbonara? Didn't even think it's of Taylor that. ham, it's egg, and it's fucking cheese, man. That sauce is based on egg and cheese. God. No shit, man. Damn, you're That's a why genius, it works. You're, just, you're just not doing cheddar, right? You're just, you're using pecorino. Please use pecorino. It's, <laughs> <laughs> if you want it, it's a 70-30 mixture. I found this out, a good 70-30 mixture of pecorino to Parmesan. And get whole cheese guys don't get grated cheese get whole cheese get yourself a grater it is so much better they put fucking cake mixed they put all this anti-caking shit in grated cheese it's bullshit it 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 takes the flavor out it makes it like kind of sandy and chalky get a good pecorino get a good uh um um parmesan and uh and grate that shit yourself but yes, it's ta- it's Taylor ham, egg and cheese with pasta. That's what carbonara is. I like to throw the peas in because it adds this like extra layer layer, layer of sweetness and gives it an, a cool a, a little uh, extra texture, a little bite. I love it. Um, that's what I recommend. It's, and then I, I threw in some like you know parsley and shit like that. To say, let's take eggs, cheese, and Taylor ham, put those flavors together. Mm-hmm. In a new way. I think I did spinach too. I think oh. I cut up spinach with the parsley, so you dice the spinach really, oh. so it's with the parsley. So you get some extra greens in there. I'm a health freak, you know. I hope that this is a thing that catches on and spreads. I mean, it's in my mind. This is a million dollar idea. 
in New Jersey. <laughs> a Taylor ham yeah, carbonara. Yeah, shout out to all my Jersey idea. chefs, man. Please start throwing this. Throw that really? Taylor ham carbonara and watch people flip the fuck out. Because you can make it taste like a $100 dinner. I mean, it, it, it tasted... This tasted, I was like, this is legit fucking good. Man. I'm I'm just going to say this. To any chefs listening out there, to anybody who arranges menus, just do us all a favor. Yeah. And name it Carbonara Finelli. Just yeah. name it Carbonara <laughs> Finelli. Oh, Give man, credit would, where it's due. If that happened, man, I mean, I have my daughter to live for, my wife, and but Jesus Christ, I could die tomorrow. There's some someplace that had Carbonara Finelli on its fucking menu. I feel like you'd be on a plane Eight hours I'd after be finding on the plane out about it, crying the whole flight. <laughs> a New Jersey <laughs> diner just named anything. After you? Amazing. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Yes. I would be. That would be the biggest honor of my life. Don. Yeah. Round three. I feel like we could talk about carbonara forever. Yeah. 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 But there is a third dish here. I don't know yeah. that I'm aware of what it is. I sent you the video of it. It is. I put Taylor ham on top of pizza. Oh yes. Like oh, a pepperoni yes. or something like that. This I is fascinating. Yeah, my instincts. I could imagine this being great. I could also imagine that adding, the, like pizza already when it's good has some yeah. oiliness, right? Maybe greasiness, and I could imagine it going way past a tipping point with Taylor Ham. So I'm very fascinated to see how this, this goes. Is, I think this is. The reason why is because I think a lot of places over oil, and and in New Jer- New Jersey too. I think it's like from the sauce that they use, and there's there's a lot of layers of oil that go there. So you need to do the dab, and we could talk about this on our pizza episode uh, that's coming up. No spoilers, but um, this one I get to control the amount of oil on there. I was cognizant that I was going to be putting Taylor ham on top, that there might be some grease, but Taylor ham is not as greasy as you think it is. Okay. I mean, you expect more, you expect more like a bacon fat to come out. And I think the way it is made, it is so packed with like knuckles and shit. that <laughs> The knuckles <laughs> that are just holding on to the grease the, and they don't let go. The, the oil doesn't come out as specifically as... You think it's, you know, it's, it's held, it's held in there. Let's just say that. Okay. I definitely make my own dough. Uh, I have to make my own dough. I've used other pizza doughs like Trader Joe's and, and they have some of like Whole Foods and shit like that, but just making your own dough is just fun. It's pretty easy. Um, and, and I like to experiment with it. I like to experiment with like the, um, the amount of like wheat, that I'm throwing in. I like using whole wheat. Place up the block for me. I was talking to the guy that, that makes pizzas up the block for me at Hail Mary's on, on Glendale Boulevard. And and I was like, this tastes like there's something about it that's like heavy in a good way. And he's like, oh, I throw a shit ton of whole wheat in this thing. And it's, I think he does like a 70-30 kind of breakdown. Anyway, I'm not going to go into that. I need to make mine more wet, I found out. Okay. Uh, from another pizza maker. I've talked to another guy, uh, the, this, another shop by me that I love. So I'm like talking to him about dough. And I, I apparently make my dough too dry, a little bit more bread-like. I need to make it kind of more soaking wet. Um, and, and that really, that really uh, gives you a good crust. Anyway, make it from scratch, man. I thought this would be good with a good like artichoke pizza. Okay. Um, so that, that's, that was my aim. Uh, I, I, you know, I had artichoke pizza back in, in, in New York when I was there from actual artichoke pizza. And then I've had it some other places. There's something about artichoke heart, you know, pizza that 
that I think is is a, a fucking awesome way to have this kind of rich creaminess right. when you take a bite. And I thought it would be a good juxtaposition with like the kind of little bit burnt tangy. Yeah, now, I love what you're saying here. I love the strategy. First of all, the level to which you just spoke about how you make your own pizza ingredients and, in fact, initiate personal conversations with multiple pizza makers proves the bona fides that you are a madman when it comes to food. The other thing yeah. I'll say is, for anybody who hasn't been to Artichoke Pizza in New York, it's the name of a pizza place, and their artichoke slice does have, uh, it's like a very creamy white sauce instead of a tomato sauce. So you're talking about that. I'm not a huge fan of that. I'm a huge fan of actually putting artichoke hearts on your pizza. So that's what you did. That's what I did. Not the creamy white sauce. No, 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 no. I wasn't putting like a bechamel or something on there. Got it. Uh -uh. Got it. No, I'm not a fan. I like making my own tomato sauce. Very simple. Sometimes I make a puttanesca type of tomato sauce to throw on, which is like I'll, I'll fry up some anchovies. And, and a little bit of, uh, and caramelize some onions uh, with that, with some garlic, and then throw in the crushed tomatoes. Um, that gives it this extra kind of, not fishy flavor, because whenever you cook, people have this misconception. When you cook anchovies as like, your base in oil before you put in um, uh, onions and stuff like that, it, it changes the flavor to like a really beautiful nuttiness. So there's this deep, golden, rich nuttiness to your flavor it has no fishiness to it it's just a salty nut bomb that you add so sometimes i do that i don't think i did it this time i think i just was like let me just do simple flavors and have the and have the juxtaposition of the artichokes and i wanted to put spinach on too artichoke spinach pizza i was thinking of like artichoke spinach dip um there's something about that combination too that gives it a little bit more moisture so so that's all I did. And then I think I put Castle of Toronto olives on it, too. Uh, these oh, wow. Beautiful, gr- beautiful green olives that are probably the, my favorite olives. Now, I'm surprised because I've never responded. I, I've never liked olives. I know it's something that drives you nuts. Yeah, I fucking hate you for it. They are very salty. Taylor Ham yeah. also has a, a high saltiness in, in my memory. That's that's the problem, man. Some some olives are salty, like like Kalamata olives are very salty because of the they need that to kind of break them down. The brine that the Kalamata olives are in to really break them down and make them soft is necess- It's necessary to pack those with salt. Castellotranos, you don't need to do that. It's a little bit of a harder olive, so it's just the brine. It's just beautiful brininess that you get from these things. So it's a little bit more of a crunch, actually that you're getting from from this olive instead of like a Kalamata or another olive where it's where you just kind of bite right through it. Okay. Um, or you are pimento, in, by you the know. way, you're in the fucking zone this episode. I am? Well, because you know what it is? This is my regular life. Well, th- this is the one that has put you to work actually cooking and experimenting. Yeah. And I love that because it's showing people this side of yourself that's like this, like a driven passion that I love. Yeah, I, I mean, I'll say, I, I, maybe I've said it before, but it was between this and like taking a class at UCB yeah. like 12 years ago. It was between going to culinary school and UCB was just cheaper, so I just went there. <laughs> so that's, that's the reason why I've met you. Uh, but uh-huh. I never lost my passion for for cooking. It's and the best. So I put thought into how the Taylor Ham would be the star of the show okay. because I'm putting all these other flavors there, and they're all work. They're all going to work together. But when you take a bite of like a spinach artichoke, maybe a little castellotrano, it's like a green theory. It's a green um, uh, um, theme that I'm putting there. Everything's green. 
I'm putting fresh mutts on there as well. So I'm just putting down the sauce, the mutts, spreading around. I had Joni help me out. You know, we're putting spinach down. We're putting some artichoke hearts down, some olives down. But then we're just cutting up the, I cut up the Taylor ham into like a little bit of a, like bigger squares. Okay. So just kind of like divided into thirds almost, like third, third, you know, to make yeah, like squares yeah, out of them. Yeah. And I just kind of put them around as if you would for like top it with, top of pizza with like a good meat or, or pepperoni or something like that. So I wanted to put it on top mm-hmm. and not put it, you know, underneath anything. So it would really get charred up Did you, uh, in, do a, you in a hot oven. Oh, so you didn't fry it first? No, I put it on raw. Wow. Bolt. Yeah. I, I Bolt. thought frying... Yeah, you know what? You, I didn't even think about that, to be honest with you. You brought it up. You're just bringing it up to me now. I was like, yeah, I probably could have put a little char on it first. But there was something about, like, I wonder what it's like if I don't cook this in oil. Wow. So you know this I mean? is just a topic. Let me just not cook this. this. Yeah. <laughs> we should note our... Uh, our, our Producer, engineer, the backbone of the project, Carson. We could see him on cam, and he just made a face of being truly disturbed at the idea of not cooking Taylor ham in oil. He didn't realize I could. I was watching him, but I could Carson, see. Carson, I'm getting to it, my friend. Throw it in a 500 degree oven. So you're baking Taylor ham effectively. Baking Taylor ham, putting wow. it on top of it all, so it so it, the oil then melts down into the pizza, but it's not oily. You know what I mean? So you're getting a beautiful char. You're getting a nice crisp char to your meat, and so that it was a good it was a good counterpunch. I, I really liked it. Wow, and not as good as the carbonara, and and maybe I would fry it first before I put it on. I, I don't know why. Maybe it just draws out more of the flavor. Uh, but I, I'm afraid that it would weirdly make it more oily and less char. Yeah. on it if you if you threw that in there. I, I don't know. I, like already cooked, already too oily. I maybe get I would have burned it too much. I'm not sure. Well, pizza has oil. Sauce is liquid. Yeah. You're tempting fate a little bit by like frying another thing and throwing it on there with all the residue of having fried it. If I did that, I would have thrown it onto like a, a, a plate with some paper towels on it just to drain dry off some of the oil. Yeah, dry it out a little bit. I do have to ask because I've never in my life heard of baked Taylor ham. Uh-huh. Is there any taste difference, texture difference? How does this thing turn out? Yeah, I, I I think I think I would have done it the way you did it. Just but like, when you brought that up, I was like, "Fuck, I probably should have done that." It was good. <laughs> it was good, but for some reason, I was just like, "Oh yeah, like you put on any meat, you know, like you don't put it on co- like necessarily like you're not cooking it in oil." Um, but I probably maybe should have done that, and then maybe like dried it off because it would have been even extra crispy. I don't think I got yeah. maximum crisp on it, putting into a 500 degree oven. Uh, I think it melted into it a, maybe a little bit too much. I got the burnt ends. Again, you can see it on the video. It looks good. Uh, tastes pretty good, but not as good as the the kind of char I got on the carbonara. So I think maybe I would have cooked it first, drained it off, patted it, had it had that nice kind of char flavor on it, then thrown it in to the 500 degree oven. So Don, clearly, Taylor ham, egg, and cheese taste of home. Oh yeah, went well. You described yeah. thoroughly how to do it correctly, high high level. Yeah, for anybody listening, the pizza. It sounds to me like you had a good pizza, and it was neither here nor there that Tyler Ham was involved, particularly compared to a pepperoni or a sausage. As you yeah, it was, say. it was it was a good addition, and and maybe I just prepared it a little bit. 
incorrectly on that in that one. The Carbonara, though. Yeah. An, a, an actual special moment that made you stop and think a little bit. Shit, man. It was it was just truly one of those times, man. I, again, I cook almost every night. So in the last couple of years, I've mean, I've cooked hundreds of <laughs> thousand dishes. So this was one of what was one of the best things I made, and it, of course it's the simplest of ingredients. Yeah, of course it's a simple Italian dish, a national staple, or I guess a regional staple uh, in the Roma area. But like, it was, it, yeah, it was real simple, man. You get a good egg, you get some good cheese, you get your Taylor ham, get some fucking dry bucatini man and you're good to go i mean there's just it's just so simple now as we approach the end of the episode i have to say i constantly am saying the voicemail phone number on every show uh, yeah. under the new jersey of the world umbrella but i think we can agree on 973-780-4660 if you're out there and you cook your own food and you're inspired by this to try taylor ham in some other recipes Please call and let us know oh, yes. what they are, how they go, or tag us on Instagram, tweet at me, whatever it is. If you're on the Patreon, you can send me a message direct on there. Mm-hmm. The idea that there might become sort of a snowballing Taylor Ham cookbook of experimental yes. food involving Taylor yes. Ham. Mm-hmm. A verbal cookbook of Taylor Ham. It could be a really be great thing. Beautiful. Yeah. And I guess, Don, here's my final question before we... Uh, before we close out tonight. Yeah. Taylor ham, beloved in New Jersey, but mm-hmm. we all know that it's mystery meat. We all joke mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. Your overall opinions on it when you started testing it as an ingredient. Mm-hmm. Does that change? Do you feel like there's a little bit more integrity to Taylor ham than we give it credit for? No. <laughs> no, I think it's exactly what we think. It's exactly, there's no like, no. It's more, hey, I'll say this, dude. It's more versatile than you think it is. Okay. Yeah. But in terms of like flavor and what it is, no, it is what it is, man. I'm not going to try to make this something that's not. Okay. I'm not going to try to change Taylor Ham. I get baby. it. Okay. Taylor I get Ham it. is who Taylor Ham is. I, I have no right to tell Taylor Ham that it's elevated and not elevated. It is what it is, but it's more versatile than we think it was, you know? It's more versatile. You don't just throw that on a sandwich. You you, you could put you could put this in a lot of different places, and it'll surprise you. And it'll I would surprise be you. So excited to hear other people if you decide to do it. And I can I, I know I speak for Don on this as well. Nine seven three seven eight zero four six six zero. It would make us so tickled and blow our minds if other people started doing it. Don, any other recipes you've got coming up? You mentioned maybe a. Uh, a cordon bleu with Taylor. Yeah, ham. I'm gonna try a cordon bleu. I'm gonna I'm gonna like try to like a nice like thin breast and then like roll it up with some some good cheese and 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 uh, and then like kind of pan fry those uh, and just kind of see how that is. But mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. I was just gonna do it like raw. I think I need to cook those first before I do it. Mm-hmm. I think I need to really mm-hmm. really fry those. I think if you're doing Taylor ham egg and cheese, go get yourself some Jimmy Buffs first. Get that oil. <laughs> It takes it to a new fucking level, ladies and gentlemen. You, it just tastes like it's off a hot truck, and that's that's the best way. A I can true describe Jersey it. like, mashup. It tastes like a true Jersey, dude. Taylor Ham is Jersey all the way, man. It is what it is. You can't change it, and it's scrappy as hell. It'll surprise you, man. Don, 
I'm sitting here thinking, who's going to go craziest? Are we going to start getting voicemails from people who go, I took 32 slices of Taylor ham, <laughs> ran it through a meat grinder, shaped it into burger patties. Is yeah. someone going to do that? That's the thing you can I think, do. I think it's a beautiful thing that you can add to burger. Like you would add, you know, you can add pork to, to, to chuck and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like you can add different, you can add brisket to uh-huh. certain uh-huh. burgers and you know what I mean? Like certain different cuts. Yeah, that could be a Our maniacs going to start thing. throwing it in salads. Are, is someone going to make a Taylor Doubt ham that, smoothie? Is someone going to make a Taylor ham smoothie? I mean, you'd be fucking stupid, but let's do it. <laughs> I want to see what people out there come up with. Don, this was this was a, a, this was really a fascinating look into a side of your brain, and and the experiments are much appreciated. And uh, sure. to stumble just into Taylor ham carbonara alone makes this a yeah. classic episode. Yeah, yeah, and if if you want to make a, ca- a carbonara finale, man, that would that would be the greatest honor of my life. Please, if you make carbonara finale, please take a picture, send it our way. Whether you're tagging us on Instagram or sending it through private means, if you're on the Patreon, yeah, let's, let's let carbonara please, finale go viral. Carbonara finale, we need to see that it's out there spreading like a virus, <laughs> like the viruses that Taylor Ham can cause if you don't cook it. That's right. Now, Don, I got a big question for you. Yeah. Let's just say theoretically that you're not Italian, mm-hmm. that you're Irish, but you grow up around a lot of Italians mm-hmm. and you're getting the sense that maybe in this old school neighborhood you live in, that there's room for a young Irish kid like you to become maybe like a gopher or an errand boy for some mm-hmm. of the Italians in your neighborhood that are maybe not playing within the, the letter of the law and it, Maybe this leads to you kind of growing up in this lifestyle and becoming mm-hmm. friends with a couple guys just so they just to keep things sorted out. So maybe like Jimmy and Tommy mm-hmm. becoming friends, you know. Are these guys bad fellas or? I think a lot of people might think that they are bad fellas, okay. but you know, you're on their side of the fence, so you might okay. you might find them as good gentlemen, good, good uh-huh. gentlemen. Let's say maybe Tommy gets made at one point. This is big for you and your whole crew. Maybe at one point you shoot Christopher Maltesanti in the foot. Um, maybe there's people buying fur coats for their for their Loved mistresses ones. and wives. Yeah, and it's not yeah. a good look because right. a plane got it's robbed. And mm-hmm. Probably like the first two thirds of this experience are like one of the most amazing things you've ever seen. And then the last third gets into all this cocaine stuff with helicopters and it's just kind of going on and on. Um, And it's still good, but it almost feels like a whole separate other movie tacked onto the end of the movie. And again, still good blows my mind every time, but like wrap it up. In my opinion, a lot of people disagree with that. Mm -hmm. You're coked Mm -hmm. out of your brain. You're scared. Your friends are going to come around and murder you. You've seen how volatile these people can be. You're paranoid from the drugs. You flip, mm-hmm. you're burnt out mentally, emotionally, physically, and the drugs have rocked your system. Let's say in the middle of one of these days where you're worried that these bad fellas you grew up with might be bad towards you when you always thought they were good fellas, but now you're realizing maybe they are in fact bad fellas. Right. Co- cocaine everywhere, flushing mm-hmm. it down toilets. You're driving around helicopters hovering above you. You're stressed out is what I'm saying. Yeah. You pull your car into a place that you know is going to help you relax a little bit. I am, of course, talking about the River Ridge Diner, Kinder Kamak Road. Mm -hmm. What are you ordering in the midst of that situation? 
I'll tell you right now, man. Just you're. I think. I think. Thinking about that. <laughs> thinking about that last third of the third of the situation where things are going down. <clears throat> it's so ill advised. But if I was in that state, I'd probably have that. I'd probably have that Thanksgiving dinner there. Really. Yeah, I'd probably have that hot turkey at that point. <laughs> a paranoid cocaine-fueled <laughs> Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Because I think it would try to fool me to calm down and remember the good times. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much shit going on. Yeah. Let me get the, let me get the most hearty meal. Yeah. Now, you go there, you get at least four slices of fresh carved Hot turkey. How? How is it fresh? Unbelievable gravy. It's over beautiful stuffing. It's got cranberry sauce on the side. Is this a cranberry some, sauce out of a can or is this, are they yes. making it out of a can? I, honestly, I they're like probably it making it, but it also is the flavor of out of a can. Okay. If that okay. makes sense. Uh-huh. I bet you these guys are making this shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if they're not, I don't care. Okay. But okay. it's not like fresh fresh cranberry sauce it's a little bit more of a gelatin cranberry sauce okay at least they might have updated it i don't know but you pour that hot gravy over those slices of turkey man that seeps into the stuffing we got mashed potatoes i used to order this and so i'm so sorry mashed potatoes are on this fucking plate too how could i forget Uh uh-huh and 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 they give you that like they, they push down the mashed potatoes so there's the cup of gravy in the mashed potatoes yes. already. Key. 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 Yeah. The gravy's in the gravy's cupped and hugged by the mashed potatoes already. And you have extra gravy on the side. So it is a <laughs> I used to order this every Tuesday. My dad would work late. We'd go to the River Edge Diner with my grandparents. And I used to get a, as a fucking seven-year-old boy, (laughs) I used to get a full Thanksgiving dinner (laughs) at like 6 p.m. on a Tuesday. And it would be perfect every time, Chris. I've been there at 2 a.m. as a joke, have gotten a Thanksgiving dinner. I think it's just called like hot turkey plate. And... But it's a Thanksgiving dinner on a plate. <laughs> 2 a.m. Perfect. Perfect. Not- Can you order dark meat if you want it? Never asked, don't care. Uh, <laughs> never asked, don't care. Now, Don, that that's, answer, that's my response to that. Listen, the answer of turkey dinner, Thanksgiving dinner, came instantly to you. And I yeah, understand why. It, I'm, yeah. gonna, I'm gonna throw you for a loop though. Because sure. I've, I've actually thought of a secondary question that in context okay. of this Goodfellas uh, scenario. Yeah. That was too easy for you? I'm going to say so. And I know how fucked up this is to ask you. because okay. It's okay. I'm, I know I'm how ready. much of a struggle this is. And I understand this is kind of fucked up okay. to throw this curveball at you out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. What are you ordering to drink that night? Oh, dude. Vanilla Coke. <laughs> Easy answer. What are you not throwing me for a loop, baby? They have fucking syrup dispensers that you get a be- and it's huge. You know, it's a huge fucking glass. It's like <laughs> 20 ounces. <laughs> and I just know the sound of them filling up the ice from the ice. Yeah. You know what I mean? The ice yeah. machine. Putting that Coke, and then you see the, the three squirts of fucking vanilla syrup in there, man. And they mix it up, and it's a vanilla Coke. See, I would argue something here is one yeah. of my favorite things 
is when they don't mix it up for you. Mm. And a diner gives you a vanilla Coke and you can see, holy oh, you, shit. They give you the spoon though. They give you the spoon. And too. you can give you the see, long spoon. The, you yeah. get the long spoon and you can see, holy yeah. shit, the bottom third of this <laughs> twin, there's like six ounces of vanilla syrup in this thing. Yeah. In this and Chris, you know what you glass. do, right? What, what do you do? What I used to do too. Take a, take the little packet of half and half. What? And then you pour a little of the half and half in that. <laughs> what? I've never heard of that in my life. I can't life. believe we've never talked about this on Fizzy Boys, too. Yeah. What? You toss a little bit. Like, you know those like, Where little- Where did you get th- this disgusting and revolting habit from? Because I'm fucking drunk and insane. When I'm, a, when I'm a younger, I'm trying all sorts. Dude, I used to, at the River Edge Diner, just get one of their rolls and take a whole packet of butter, put that in my mouth first. <laughs> put a whole packet of butter in my mouth first, then take one bite of the roll. Then take another whole packet of butter. <laughs> what? The little, you know, like in the fucking shiny pack. What? You take that out, put another <laughs> butter. I used to eat like six or seven <laughs> packs of butter for one little roll. Every bite, I'd have a full pack of butter. Was it amazing? The best. Of course it's amazing. <laughs> of course it's amazing, dude. So... Uh, yeah, no, they'd give you the spoon and I would throw a little bit of half and half or a little bit of the, 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 you know, I don't know what, what to those call creamers? it. Those like little, yeah, those little creamers, but they're in that small plastic yeah. you know, container. And that works. Like table creamer, whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. It gives it this beautiful creaminess to it. A vanilla Coke, van- fresh vanilla syrup, Coca-Cola, hot off of a, <laughs> hot off of a fountain, right? You get your fountain Coke. Three dabs of that uh, vanilla syrup, long spoon, long cold spoon, by the way. That spoon is always freezing for some reason. Yeah, it's true. And then I take a little bit, like, I'm talking just a quick, just a quick dab. And it just muddles the, the, the look a little bit. And it adds this almost extra beautiful, it's like having like a, a vanilla float or something like that without the ice cream. I'm going to say something right now. And this was an unexpected detail thrown in at the very end. Mm-hmm. My gut instinct, and I'm going to make the prediction, is that you cl- saying that you should put uh, diner coffee creamer from the plastic little thing <laughs> in a vanilla Coke will be by far the thing that gets the most response from the entire history of Jersey Dude Reviews Jersey Food. This, everyone's mind, everyone has an opinion on this, and I can't... You've done Give him s- that number again, Chris. 973-780-4660. Call up right now and react because you've put so much of your thought, your heart, your soul, your effort into reviewing these foods. And I, I promise you, the phone lines are going to explode with... Because most, most of it's going to be people going, what the fuck are you talking about? And then there's going to be a couple maniacs going, yeah, yep. I do it too. Yep. And I can't wait. I can't wait yeah. to hear from all these people at 973-780-4660. Don, this, this uh, episode was a true delight. And I yeah, can't man. wait for the world to taste Carbonara Finelli. Me too, man. And maybe a Coke, uh, a Coke Finelli as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> a vanilla Coke Finelli. <laughs> <laughs>